gentlemen welcome to Friday Trenches real life in the accounting industry my name is David Boyer from Change GPS I'm joined here with Paul Meisner from Five Ways Group in his beautiful family home it's been a while since we've done a show it's been a while since I've heard that calm noise of a soda stream getting ready before Paul hydrates for a show ladies and gentlemen Paul Meisner thank you very much David hello listeners hello all uh yeah back Back, we're back uh, for a one-off, two-off. We'll see how we go. We, we thought we'd we're encouraged. Uh, Seb, Seb heard the dulcet tones of Seb during the uh, GPS Connect event. National tour. Na- sorry, national. Sorry, national tour. You're about to head to Perth for that. Adelaide, Perth, forty nine. Adelaide, Perth's almost sold out. Yeah, by the time you hear this, Perth will be sold out. Pretty good. You'll just do the, the Trent trick, won't you? Just and tell just, them it's sold and, out. And just anyway. tell them it's sold out. Everything's sold out. It's like you just change the available tickets to be It's 40 spare out. seats. Sold out. Sorry, can't help you. Yeah, exactly. Looks good on social media. Exactly. Very good. Very good. No, it's absolutely done. So we, we, what are we going to do? We're going to do uh, a couple of bests, a couple of worsts uh, as, as normal. And then I think we might even have a, a cheeky little side uh, episode on... Uh, well, I had a crack at uh, client agent linking and you, you were in the room. Yeah. Yeah, we, we can talk about client agent linking. You're the man big, on the ground. It's a big point. We've got some, look, some big stuff coming up. Let's get to it. Uh, what do you got on best? Chartered accountants have done something right, Paul. I no, they oh, 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 <laughs> Something. The rest of the show. The, stay tuned for the rest of it. The, I always enjoy reading the pre-budget submissions because we can have elections and we can have press releases, but unless it gets funded, it's not actually part of the government's plan. So I, I think this is always the vibe of the government of the day. And uh, Chartered Accountant's pre-budget submission includes a lot. They hit many of the macro issues that accountants are dealing with. They're calling, and one of the big things that I love, they want to be put into action and law, things that have been announced as being put into action and law but haven't been announced yet. And this drives everybody nuts because you get all these announcements and you think that the changes are coming and then they don't come. Chartered accounts list them as short-term issues, including clarifying the list of tax and super measures that have been announced that are un- but are unenacted. She's a lot of vowels in that word. <laughs> this includes releasing and publishing responses to various reviews by the Board of Tax, the Quality of Advice Review, and implementing the recommendations of the Australian Law Reform Commission Financial Services Legislation Inquiry, but lists all the urgent issues. There is a public conversation, again, about the need for long-term tax reform on the back of stage three tax cuts that were going to happen, going to happen, going to happen, then got changed. It doesn't matter because they keep doing all this work and these public servants who know what they're doing do all this work and then it it just disappears, Paul. Uh, Look, yes. um, I just... just, We'll talk about it in the worst. They can write all the submissions they want. I don't think anyone's taking them seriously. This is the problem. Who is taking... There's there's two reasons why they're not taken seriously. The first is, we don't need to be the CFMEU, but somebody in Canberra should be scared that when Chartered Accountant says we need something, that there's an or else, and that that or else is going to be followed up. I don't want us picketing in the streets. I don't want the violence that I sometimes see at CFMEU stuff. But they're not scared by pinstripe suit-wearing Chartered Accountants. On top of that now, in particular for Chartered Accountants, their bargaining hand is weak. 
this constant uh, ethics committee that's sitting in the Senate at the moment is damaging the Chartered Accountant's brand and they're cashing in, I'd expect, significant political capital trying to say, yes, we're still in charge of this. I, look, I, I mean, I, I think the call for tax reform has been, I think it's been in every pre-budget submission by everyone ever. Um the enacted measures has been something that's been around, you know, that, that has been an issue. I think their, their pathway for small businesses to thrive, you know, there's always a health check grant. Seriously, can we, can people, can people who don't understand small business just get, just get past these stupid little fake small money handouts and think that they're trying to be, look, look good for small business. Like, if you just do not understand the drivers of, like, a $50 health check grant or $100 or something to get a health check is going to somehow impact small business, you're just, you're, you're kidding yourself. Get out, of your, get, out of your, get out of your 16th floor or whatever it is and actually, and actually go into a cafe. Well, my new office in the access group is the 34th floor. I go, yeah, it's a rare air up there. Hey, this is what's included in the financial health check grant. I love how this just t- turned to worst on ground yeah. without too much effort. Uh, the f- would fund directors to work with their trusted advisor and bring the business books and records up to date. So it's a bookkeeping grant. Produce a cash flow forecast for at least the next three months. Right? The average accountant Mate. can do that on a back of a napkin. <laughs> I've never met a cash. I've, seriously, cash, I've never met a cash flow forecast that's. It's correct. No, but the point of it is, is the business viable? That's the whole point of this. <laughs> Should you wind up your business and stop trading insolvent? That's it. Do you want those clients? Do you want to spend your time on those people, Paul, if, with your government-funded revenue that you'll get out of it? Right. I, I, I don't know anyone who wants those clients. Chartered accountants have... And I, don't, I mean, I, I, I think this is, is true of a lot of the bodies, would not have an honest clue what small business does. Uh, but anyway... IPA? Yeah. Worse. Uh, nah. Not worse, surely. Do you think they're worse? In fact, I, I had something that I'm sure should have gone and worst on ground that didn't. I tagged. I'll find it while we're talking. Okay. Anyway, keep going. Why on would your, we go with the run sheet? Keep going on your best. Uh, I we I've got to talk about change GPS. I can talk about that at length. Come to national tour and I'll tell you all about it. But every now and again, there is a product feature that's released that exceeds my expectations. Not often, but sometimes. More Rats fans will appreciate that. Carbon's new payments and engagement feature is more advanced than what I was expecting because it's a beautiful product. So they're not just going to build something. Carbon's beauty is that the marketing and the product look the same. The user experience is great. It's so easy to click. I love it. I wish Change GPS looked like that. I wish all the tech I use looked like that. So they built this thing and they said in their product update like two years ago, we're going to do, or a year ago, we're going to do this basic thing that just gets you started and it's awesome. I love it. How many people are doing engagement software now? It's the payments part that's linked into it. Yeah, a lot of people. A lot lot of people. You know why? Because it's not that hard. (laughs) It's it's actually pretty easy to get up. You get this like full-featured, super expensive ignition product. What I like about Carbon is it already exists in the workflow that you're already using. The payments are cost-effective and it links the payments into actually doing the job with some really cool reports. It's a great feature and, to their credit, they undersold it on their product roadmap and over-delivered when it hit the market. That, that is better. That is uncommon. So, yeah, very, yeah, well done. No, 
Well done. Uh, best on ground for me, Fox Sports yesterday, highlighting, doing a bit of a summary on the fun, perilous financial position of the Melbourne Rebels Rugby Union Club. You know, you know the Melbourne Rebels are in trouble. Do you know anyone in Melbourne that went to a Rebels fan, a Rebels game? I went once. I reckon I went once, years and years and years ago. Should check these rhetorical questions before <laughs> I ask them. Uh, Fox Sports does the balance sheet of the Melbourne Rebels. It lists the debt. Tax office payments are a debt, so the payment is yeah, a debt. Right. The payment's the good bit, right? Uh, payments owned to the board. Except five point seven million dollars of direct lines have gone into the Melbourne Rebels from the looks of this. Supplies anyway. Total owing twenty two point oh seven mil. Income cash on hand. Cash on hand in the income section. Very Here we good. go. Here's, here's the message to the hunches at, spot, at, at Fox Sports. Just play the 2016 and 2023 grand final replays yes. and we'll do the balance sheets. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that, was pretty, that was pretty funny. No, no, that was, that was, uh, pretty, that was pretty funny. Um, best on ground for you, Paul. Best on ground for me. Uh, change GPS. I, tell you, I love a conference. or I love a, Your half day was good. Um, change GPS national tour. Uh, went along, free tri- ticket. I probably should mention that, but I didn't pay for it. Last uh, thing, what was the last thing you paid for? Uh, like your docs, actually. <laughs> ben. Ben, I know, he, he broke he broke me. Uh, we'll talk about that in another time. Uh, but uh, uh, practical tech. So, like your docs has a lot of docs, but, and I think I've, I've said this, you know, I say this publicly and privately, so many documents, and it's, with a lot of these add-on softwares, as an accountant that gets sold a lot of these products or pitched a lot of these products, the issue is how, how I can deliver it to my clients. And often there is a real disconnect between what is sold to the accountants versus how to put it out. Now, what you've done or will do, David, we haven't seen it yet. We saw it on a, on a slide deck. Um is you're putting that layer of here's how to take a product and here's how to actually monetize it's the wrong word but deliver here's how to deliver the service to the clients so a lot of the software you know pitch to accountants where this we're stuck in the middle of a very heavy marketing chain that gets sold to us but the real struggle is how we then sell it to clients. And I'm hoping you will solve that for me and like your docs, David. Well, I think, uh, I think we have. Thank you for talking positively about software. Um, <laughs> we actually did a product demo, so I don't think you were paying attention. We did the demo live, and it is live right now. So if you book in your in, demo, In your demo. It's not live in my file. Well, because you need to get out your credit card, Paul. And then once you get out your credit card, <laughs> wait, what wait, happens is you get access wait, to Moss, great Moss software. Will fly out of my wallet. <laughs> The, uh, but if you if you book in for a, a, a consultation now, we'll take you through it. It'll be available on the fourth of March. We're just going to do some internal training with our team before because there's no. You know the other thing. You know what? There's software goes out in the market. You call up. You try to get support. You try to get some training, and no one knows what to do. No. So we're we're not doing that. We're going to wait a couple of weeks so I can train everybody up. Agree. Um, my other one, just very quickly. I saw the. Uh, I don't know whether anyone saw it on. My, uh, I think it was Facebook. Or- at Myop have put out this ad, and I just, I rarely laugh at ads, especially for accounting software. But it was this uh, one where a lady was at a in, in the in the office, and she said, "Oh, excuse me," to someone, or another person, another staff member, walked up, "Can I borrow a dollar for the vending machine? I'll, I'll pay you back. I'll pay you back later." No, of course she can. Hands over the dollar and uses it for the vending machine. And as the 
lady who'd given her the dollar walks around the corner. The, the person who received the dollar gets a notification on her phone. She goes, an invoice for one dollar? I, I meant later. I just, I don't know. It just struck a chord with me that it's like, imagine sending an invoice for one dollar to someone for a, a dollar, a coin that they borrowed off you. I just, I laughed. It's a uh, phoenix rising from the ashes for MYOB's ads. The Believe ad made the Gruen transfers equivalent of worst on ground. It was a shocker. But Myob's marketing team, I thought, has always been great because they've never had a cutting-edge product. Zero is always the leading product. But uh, marketing always sold a good story. Just ruined the document. But anyway, all good. Uh, yeah, I, I liked it. Anyway, no. I don't often uh, like stuff like that. Right, worst on ground. Worst on ground. <laughs> Now that we've done the nice stuff. 12 minutes, that was enough. That's enough. Absolutely enough. Right, David. Flexible hours. Before we get to uh, the, oh, okay. the bigger issue for me, like we'll talk about the we'll talk about the individual issues. Three massive things in the last couple of months have landed on the desks of accountants and small business. And or will in the you know, or have been announced to in the future land on our desks. And when I go through them, I just want to prefix this by saying where the bloody hell are the professional bodies? They, they're in the room, they're in the discussions, but as I often say, much like Indiana Jones in all of those movies, absolutely no impact on the outcome. Like, like seriously, how did all of this happen when our representatives either haven't known got ignored and then and then again sideline themselves when all this comes out and aren't proactively helping the members understand and fix these issues. Uh, it's ridiculous. Let's go through the issues. Uh, this is the top point the issues. Client agent linking, which we're gonna we'll do a, a second episode on, but because I was heavily involved in the You're in the room. I was in the room and the the behaviour I saw from professional bodies i am disgusted uh paul's disgusted last night when he brought this up he goes i've got to be very careful with why i talk about this <laughs> and your opening remark is disgusted so it's client agent linking client this agent linking flexible hours which the, the new hr changes which i think came came to everyone uh as a little as a little bit of a a kick in the teeth we'll talk about, i mean we'll, we'll talk about that the hr changes um can, uh, Right communicating with um with 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 staff after hours. I think uh, clients. I wonder if that applies to clients and their accountants. Dob in dob in your peers when well, you see the, them doing so dodgy the activity. People, so client agent linking. The the t the massive changes to the um, tax agent and bass agent rules. Giving you have to dob in yourself. Yeah, where was PwC and all their ethics training? Mandatory ethics training. Um, two hours to sell six uh, hours. every year uh, every year registration not a three year registration and this has happened so in the pledge this is oh, that was for CA though that oh, wasn't for sorry. the TPB sorry but the worst thing about this for is this has happened so quickly and seemingly with no organization at a webinar for the t that the TPB ran they talked about the Dobbin provisions and there is as yet no detail apart from the word it should be a serious breach what? like what's a serious how breach? can you get this far in the process and how can you have so many people talking about dobbin provisions 
when the framework hasn't even been announced? Like, how, how, how do professional bodies let this happen? Like, like how? I just, I do not get it. I do not get it. And, you know, for CA, because that's our body, David, to give us absolutely bubkus support and help, they'll probably, you know, get TBB on to do a webinar. What's that point? Uh, so the, the lack of definitions, because the, the right to switch off is also based on an unreasonable request. The lack of definitions, in my experience, very rarely favours the people doing the right thing. Very. So the employers, there's no way, there'll be the assumption the employer's done something wrong with the right to switch off. There'll be, and what's reasonable and what's not reasonable will be fascinating. Now, we did a big expose on the way the uh, penalties worked for ethical breaches of chartered accountants. And we found out that they don't actually enforce that much at the end of the day. But this is ripe. This is ripe for abuse. You could have anything from... Um, balance sheets not recording ATO liabilities of it and provided to the bank for loans. That's a pretty big bit deal, Paul. I don't know if you know, but the pr- a presidential candidate in the States is on trial for mm. misleading financial yeah, statements. Totally. That's arguably quite a big deal, but I reckon the average small business owner, the balance sheet's the tax values. So what... This is quite I, a... I'm astounded by the lack of detail and I'm astounded by the lack of support as a member... From professional bodies. I'm just, I can't... All right, here's what I think is going to happen with the right to switch off. Employers, uh, this is what I would do if I felt... I I don't have this problem partly because Queensland's approach to work-life balance is unbelievable and I very rarely contact my team outside of hours. But I do contact the senior team every now and again because it's important. Um, Here's what I think will happen. We have adopted in Australia very well outstanding flexible work conditions. Many workplaces, particularly for parents doing pick-up and drop-off, have flexible hours. So when does the work get done? Because all their contracts say nine to five and there's a dead. flexible work policy. Okay, will, will flexible hours be dead? Because, oh. well, we, don't, we still haven't seen the detail. What's unreasonable? Like, this, this just, it's a, a, a risk-averse employer will, will limit, I think, will limit flexible work conditions because it's just too hard to manage and it's too much risk. And then, and then for that person who takes off at three so that they can go do pick-up and then they do, do two hours of work late at night, well, should they send their emails late at night? I mean, I, I don't... I think that I think everyone will get used to uh, schedule send. I think I use it quite a bit if I send... If I'm drafting emails after hours, I do like a schedule send for my team and for clients just to show that I'm not accessible um, at, at odd hours. Um, so I think that'll become more more prevalent. Yeah. But again, we have to see the details. Dobbing your peers, all right. Forget that we don't have details. Are you actually going to dob someone? You. Like, in, in when if you pick up a new client, you see something, whatever it is, that meets not. whatever... The, why not? Well, so interestingly, my reason is, if you don't have the file, if you, you can't be sure who changed what... I mean, with zero, you can see who's done journal... But, but you won't see the work papers. No, well, that's the thing. You don't. You don't know what information it was based off. You don't know what the client said to them. And and clients lie all the time. Totally. And you have to make too many assumptions. And this is the problem, right? Like I think, I think you're gonna get, you're gonna get petty squabbles. You know, potentially, dobbing in when they shouldn't. And the TPB on the webinar said that they would frown upon that. But like, I mean, David. 
we had an experience with your father's firm trying to get an answer out of the TPB. You know, it, it wasn't. I don't. I think they were they short staff for general business as usual. I don't know how they're going to take on this workload. Um, maybe they should have some of the the, the CA budget and the professional bodies because they're doing buy them all. Um, I, I, I've got an the, idea. The people, the people that should be dobbed in, David, like. If you if you if you get an email from PwC saying you know like hey we've got this this confidential information go and sell it to our clients like how none of them are going to dob in like they're no, the ones that it's need career, it but it's career suicide that's why they didn't speak up in this is not to get like this is not to get oh the previous tax agent missed seven a like what a like we're dealing with mass <laughs> you know like massive ethical issues and. You know, all of a sudden, small agents who are who are going to be overrepresented in this just purely because we don't understand it, because there's no blinking details. It's just it's going to be a, it's going to be madness. I watched uh, a three and a half minute clip of the KPMG. I'm not sure who what position he was. It was the KPMG representative flat out being called a liar by the Senate. Mate, um, and, and that that brings me to my second point is there is no way that. CA can honestly, hand on heart, say that they can self-regulate the industry, say that they can regulate the industry. Like, they just can't. They well, cannot. They, they, they should not exist. <sighs> they, should, they should exist. Wow. They should exist as a training organisation to get your qualification. Wow. They, should, they basically hold absolutely no value. In my opinion, I've been in the room and I've been a member for so long, they hold no value beyond... Handing out your, I, you passed the CA program certificate. There you go, David. I said it. I'm a little taken back. I wasn't expecting. That. Are they? Is uh, contact me on socials. Is there a member out there beyond uh, uh, let's and 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 I'll, needing I'll it, it needing it for TPB registration aside because and, and being able to sign stat decks. I'm just saying uh, in terms right. of a value, do they hold anything okay. beyond being a university? I will. Answer this question, assuming I'm a responsible business leader, just for a second. Yeah, and spit out your soda stream, all right? Uh, I think they are perfectly fine at regulating the overwhelming majority, so the 38-odd thousand, I wouldn't, there's 38,000 accounting firms in Australia. I think they're fine to regulate the small and medium practices because they don't need much regulation. They don't need much oversight. They don't regulate. They aren't. CA continue <laughs> to fail to split their customer base yeah, yeah. between these big firms and the small ones. They are clearly being shown up at the big end of town. Clearly. But, but and I'm actually going to defend them. So is the government. But How CA doesn't regulate us any more than the TPB. Like the TPB. I understand. So, so, so I think it's fine. All they, if I was C, if I needed to look after firms like you and, and probably up to 20 seat firms, I just need a few more services through my public practice program. That's it. Any service it's great. Like, it's like a slight tweak to the to the services that you offer. That's it. It's not much that needs to be improved to keep you happy. They overpromise on their lobbying, massively overpromise on lobbying. But a representative from I spoke to somebody in the public service who said that CA are regarded as one of the most active contributors when submissions are called for. Great. I don't know what happens out of yeah. that though. I don't, like it's easy to write a piece of paper. <laughs> 
I don't know what happens from that. So I would split sure, it up. Toilet paper is an active uh, percip- <laughs> participant. <laughs> I, would, I would split David, it up. But it's still and 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 I know I I think that it's right to split it up because this pledge that CA is asking us to do doesn't make any sense. So you have to sign this pledge every year. Or and I'm not sure on the detail if it's your public practice license or your CA membership doesn't get renewed. One thing I do like that they're doing, they're expanding CA membership to include non-accountants in the big firms so that the non-accounting partners and the non-accounting staff who dominate these consulting divisions have to apply the same ethical standards. I like that. That's fine. Bit of extra money for CA. But I don't think... I think they need to split it out between the two because they're different service propositions. Beyond the CA program, nothing happens. Um, Anyway, right. (laughs) If I went in your office, what would I see on the wall? CA? No, it's on the floor, but I (laughs) cleared it. I think, no, I think it's still rolled. You just changed offices. Mel's in your office. No, it's rolled. I think I put it to storage. (laughs) Look, I... I, Uh, No, that's because you just moved offices. I know it was on your wall when you had your city office. It was... Uh, that, 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 somewhere that, 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 somewhere somewhere but no one's ever asked. Like, it, it, is, it is like... It, it's like, like Stockholm Syndrome, oh. right? Because I need it. This is the problem, right? I need it to sign StatDex and to be registered with the TPB. I, there is a fear. If you, so if you don't have CA doing your regulation, who is? TPB. The, 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 the one that you just teed off on and said are incompetent and don't know what they're doing. No, I didn't. I said they were understaffed. I see, the, the, TBB, once you get your CA certificate... So your solution is increased TPB fees, more resources to TPB, and they regulate the profession. But regulation by default includes enforcement of ethical standards. So TPB is going to do They do. They, their complaints program... For tax. For tax. For how for does tax it work for financial agents. statements? Asset well, but the small business. Sorry, for small, for yeah, for small business. I mean, it's for, for micro, for small yeah, business, micro business. Not that easy to fix. The best solution is CA doing their job. <laughs> it is. Yeah, no, that's the right. best solution. Uh, that's it. And what I keep seeing all these these ethical hearings. One of the reasons KPMG is in trouble is because the Senate is in gobsmacked that the leadership hasn't changed. Yeah. The o- and and the, this pledge that they're asking us to do, so for those who don't know, the CA's brought out 14 recommendations, 13, 14, yeah. in response to, that are designed to increase ethical compliance in the profession. One of them is increasing ethical training from two hours every three years to six hours. How much? How many hours did PwC have before they sold government secrets? Well, they probably had more ethical training than anyone. Well, that works. Uh, another one is that CA's need to sign this pledge. And I think it's absolute nonsense. It is compl- absolute tokenism. It is as token as token can get. I wouldn't be surprised if they issued NFTs for this. That's how tokenistic yeah, yeah. this is. No, mate, a- and what behaviour is this going to drive? You know where you're going to sign this pledge? It'll be like a tick box when you pay your fee. Totally. Well, or, or, or maybe they'll, maybe we'll do TikTok recordings of accountants doing their pledge. I, I just think... I, I think... I think... Fundamentally, we've just seen the, the professional bodies react to too many of these things rather than lead, un- lead, understand the industry and support members. They don't support members until something has to happen and then they do this knee-jerk reaction to try to look like they're regulating. They're not. They're not supporting the industry. Um, I did reach out... Uh, by the way, I should say, I tried to reach out to Simon from CA to comment on the budget submission because I thought they did a good job of that, Paul. I haven't heard back from him yet. Hopefully he does 
after you told them that they shouldn't regulate the industry. Uh, one final thing. Thank you, Paul. Uh, probably one of the worst reported scandals, uh, the $2 billion TikTok GST fraud. Many of you have read about it. We don't need to go on to that one. Hundred, uh, articles come out that 150 ATO agents were embroiled in the scandal. Investigated. Investigated. We, we don't but know whether... It yeah. is presented as if they were complicit and aided and abetted in, in the scam. And when you read, just do a basic read through the article, it's not even close. A lot of them were ex-ATO employees. A lot of them were ATO employees who had their personal identity stolen from them and used. Yeah, yeah. And the few that were caught up in it, the ATO sacked, from the way it sounds, almost on the spot. This is exactly... This is an ethical organisation. That is exactly what I'd expect to happen if staff are doing the wrong thing. Oh, 100%. Like, no, I, I think... Ab- absolutely. No, I don't think the... Uh, oh, the we're at 28 minutes and 27 seconds. Let's go. I think we're done. That's it. Uh, we, we, mate, we covered a lot. All right, let's see if I can catch my flight. <laughs> Thank you all. Reach S- out on the social. Yeah.